Man, it's going to be a very slow freaking podcast, very light podcast, because I think from, if I'm not mistaken, from the news that we have, uh, we're not going to get comics for a whole month, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Now, there so. is a little bit of news on that, uh, talking about how uh, comic shops have found a little bit of a way to go around Diamond. Mm-hmm. They uh, There's this other source, as far as like, uh, a hub and it's really called comics hub that uh, yeah. random shops around uh, the US and around the world use now personally our comic shop mm-hmm. attempted to use it and uh, I will tell you right now the owners of the shop are very old and hate technology so because they uh-huh. didn't understand it we couldn't do it they had some really cool things where yeah. Like Com- Comics Hub has basically an app that every mm-hmm. customer can use. So you juice as a customer mm-hmm. of a comic shop that uses Comic Hub, you could download the app and you could say what books you wanted to add to your pull list and what books you wanted to take off your pull list and you didn't have to go to the shop every single time you wanted to do it. Yeah. So there was like cool things like that that were implemented into it. Um they also offer like the purchase of digital comics, which is being implemented in this plan for, I believe mm-hmm. it's like the end of the month or even like in just two weeks. What they're planning to do is basically you buy a digital copy from Comics Hub and the shops yeah. that have Comics Hub at their location, basically when it comes time to finally get physical books, you can trade your digital book for a physical one. Now I'm not sure. How, That's kind of cool. I'm not sure how yeah, exactly how you do that. that works without the individual keeping the digital file, but mm-hmm. you know it is what it is, and I'm not exactly sure how comic shops would make money off of that. So that's the only thing that's weird you... on my end. Yeah, I don't know how they would do that. That's weird, unless it's like a credit system or something. Yeah. Um, that would be really interesting to see. Yeah, how they do that? Because I would assume if you're doing it like. If you're registering that product, they there's a user ID that your comic shop would have and that uh, that comics app or whatever would have that's connected to you. So they'd be like, this guy returned one, so we owe you $5. Yeah. You know, um, something like that I could see, which would be pretty interesting. Now, it's always blown my mind that Diamond is the sole pro- like provider of comics. Like, that's a monopoly. Like, how is that yeah, even a they- thing? Yeah, they, they pretty much are. It's really crazy. I would like to go, like, uh, you know, pretty deep dive in, like, a documentary or finding some research on how that came to be. But they mm-hmm. are the hub for comics, for toys, for card games, for board games, everything that you see in our shop. Because our shop is really big. You know, every product mm-hmm. that can possibly be sold there is yeah. distributed by Diamond. Yeah, how is that even possible? The, the That's only, like a huge the only, monopoly. The only thing that is not distributed by Diamond are the, like, sideshow statues, the premium uh-huh. one statues, but the smaller ones, like the Diamond exclusive ones, the Diamond selects, of course, those are from Diamond. But yeah. uh, there is very little that Diamond does not provide because they even sell T-shirts 
Like they mm-hmm. sell everything or they distribute everything. And it's yeah. just crazy because in a time like this, there's nowhere else to turn. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, it's going to be nuts um, to see what happens. Yeah, because once they, like, they shut down, they're like, yeah, they don't keep a back stock. I was like, oh, crap. I was like, so we're not going to get anything. And I'm just surprised that they didn't jump on the digital. Hopefully, like, I mean, so, like, there's a crazy thing happening with this whole, because this is something that's never happened in anybody's lifetime, unless probably somebody that's probably still alive from World War II era, which they would be, like, 100 and plus at this point. Not 100 plus, but, like, very old. Um, would ever, ever experience something like this. Because I don't, I don't think the country shut down during, like, Vietnam or anything like that. Um, I don't not believe to so. my knowledge in the history books, like, cause uh, they, sports were always around and stuff like that. So I don't think anything's ever shut down like this, even during nine 11. Again, we mentioned this before. Well, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't listened to the last podcast that I completely forgot to upload, um, then you, I think we mentioned it on that one. We haven't dealt with like something like this since like a nine 11, but nine 11 shut down for like a week, not even a week. Maybe it was like a couple even, days. Yeah, maybe two to yeah. three days that it shut down. Yeah, and that was just America. This is the world. Like, yeah. this is nothing like that. So it's very interesting, and I wonder if this is going to cause, like, Marvel and DC, who are big players and making money here, to rethink, like, maybe we shouldn't just go through Diamond. Like, maybe we should... Maybe there should be competition. You know what I mean? Who's going to give us a better price? You know what I mean? Well, now, this it's unfortunate. also brings the idea of mm-hmm. possibly having somebody like Marvel or DC making their own branch of distribution of themselves. Say yeah. they can have direct relationships, almost like people who do reviews via podcasts or, or YouTube or things like that, where... Yeah. You know, there is a branch in DC or Marvel that will have relationships with comic shops around the world and around US, whatever, and you know, do, you know, just cutting out the middleman basically. And yeah. maybe that would help shops, maybe that would help business, but who knows. Yeah, it'd be very interesting to see um for sure because yeah, this is just a weird time, and this throws every plan that DC and Marvel have off by a month or so. Yeah. Because, like, if they're like, you know, we're going to do this big event in the summer or whatever, well, it's not going to happen now. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's going to be very interesting to see where they're going to go from here. And As... I wonder if they will do, like, you know, four Batman books in a month just to catch up. You that know? is That is still the debate. Now, I do know from the announcements that have been made within the last few days that mm-hmm. uh, DC was in fact going to release all digital uh, starting today because today is new comic book day but they did retract uh-huh. that and now they're changing their digital only for the last week of April going forward now Marvel uh-huh. went ahead and said hey we're not going to do any books whatsoever digital or physical but then that might change in the future. So they're really seeing how much it's going to hurt them for the next yeah. three weeks or so and then decide. Hmm. And you said that was Marvel? Yeah. But yeah, DC, well, Marvel has Disney backing them. So Yeah, Disney, uh, they do have Disney backing them. Uh, Marvel, I mean Marvel, DC said that they would start pushing digital books starting the last week of April, but we did get one digital book this week or technically two uh one of them we're going to talk about 
The other one is just a silly kids book. Uh, a lot of people collect it though. But uh, oh really? Yeah, it's the Teen Titans Go. Uh, oh okay. Comic. Uh, they decided yeah. to push that digital as well today. It's the only two books DC published this week, uh, and mm-hmm. it's it's trying times, man. It's really weird for you know people like us in the realm of you know being fans of comics to know what's gonna happen. Now this does yeah. uh, give DC the opportunity opportunity to really push things like DC Universe and their online you know sales on Comicsology, but yeah, as of right now for new books, it's kind of just weird. Yeah, I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens because, you know, it's... As somebody who has thought a lot about a lot of things that are kind of unnecessary nowadays, publishing comic books weekly, I don't... I I don't know. I think it's something you can change. But I will say there is a different... You know, it, it just... It, it hits you different when you read it and in your hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And it's unfortunate we haven't been able to create a way where you can mass produce and keep that comic book feel you know what i mean because like when you buy them in bulk like you're messing up the middle of the comic book because of the way they glue it and all that crap yeah like i wish there was a way you could make a bunch of them put together but never lose that like full page spread you know what i mean yeah for sure um and i don't know if that's a technology that's ever been done or how they would do that somebody should come up with that and then you can start like oh yeah we're gonna just produce these all digitally and then when it comes out in bulk, uh, you know, we'll drop the six issues and just publish those a lot faster. You know what I mean? Instead of having to wait months after. Yeah. Like, no, six weeks have been done or like, what is it? Three months is when you get six issues. So um, you do that. And after three months, boom, that book's out the following week. You know what I mean? Well, so that, like, that is that is books that come out bi-weekly. Now, mm-hmm, we, yeah. we discuss books that are very much bi-weekly, but everybody else it's still very much on a monthly release. Yeah. Well, and then that in that point, if you wanted to, you can still do it, just do it by three-month intervals. Like, okay, so Batman will be a little bigger. Superman will be a little... Well, not the current Superman, but if it was bi-weekly, it would be bigger. But then you get Nightwing every three months, so you get a, a thinner book. You know what I mean? Yeah. So your Nightwing collection will be more. It'll be smaller, but you're still getting in the same intervals as Batman and all those other ones. Yeah, true. So I think you would do that. And then, of course, you just stagger them. So, like, you do Batman a week and then or one month and then, like, Nightwing the next month and you stagger them off like that. So you're not burning people's wallets. But, yeah, I don't know. I think this is something where I'm hoping DC and Marvel have, like, a team, like, considering all of this and, like, talking about it and being like, what should we do? Like, if this happens again, because... You know, according to current news, and I have a lot of nurse friends that are, like, they're not even watching the news. They're like, we deal with it every fucking day. Like, I just don't even want to talk about this anymore. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people that are just turning this off, and they just don't want to hear about it. But in the current news cycle, people are saying this might come back in the winter. Yeah, that's so. That's one thing that a lot of people are saying because technically, you know, quotes, air quotes, that sicknesses do tend to be seasonal. And yeah. a lot of people are just worried that there will be another shutdown, you know, later in the year. And people don't think the economy itself will survive two shutdowns. Now, yeah, this isn't a political podcast, so we won't get too much into that. We aren't, you know, specialists in that whatsoever. But we're just seeing what we are hearing, what we talk about, yeah. and things like that. 
But, you know, it's, it is a weird time, like I said, and I just want to know when, you know, because right now, because of this, because new books, they're probably still being pushed in the background. That is for sure. You know, oh, yeah. DC for and sure. Marvel and all the other publishers want these people to have jobs, but there's going to come a time where DC and Marvel do have to think, okay, we have now three months worth of books, depending on who was doing those books as far as writing and art. Some people may have done triple or quadruple the work to Mm -hmm. match what they would have already done in, you know, a regular economy, a regular lifestyle, say a Batman or a detective. Like, are they just going to sit on all these books or do they want to make money during all of this? I think people are going to want these stories, so I think you can still make money. You're going to have to do something, probably create it. Either you're going to push everything back, so everybody's still going to have the money to buy. Their... It's it's going to be weird, because people have lost their jobs. Nerds have obviously lost their jobs. Um, mm-hmm. So there's going to be the people that buy these books. You're not gonna, you might not have the same influx, but you might also have those people that are like, you know what, I'm going to buy extra, because I know this company, I know this industry is hurting, so I'm going to buy more. So it might balance itself out. We don't know. We won't know until the numbers come out. But I do think people would want those books, so I think they should try to pop them out. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see where we're going to go in the future with this to see how just how things are going to be different. Because um, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if you, you can't hire – you can't have artists do more. I don't think you can do that in today's day and age because art is so, like, detailed nowadays. I don't think you can just tell artists – we need you to produce more for the same amount of money. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But you can do that with writers. I think I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, look, we got to cut back on, like, you know, funding. But if you want to keep your job, we also need you to write this side book as well for a month, like monthly. You know what I mean? And I could see that happening to where you're having some of the bigger name writers maybe write, you know, like a Blue Beetle or a Teen Titans along with their main books or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe you have to pay them a little bit more, but you're probably saving money on the side of like, oh, you're not paying this like C-list writer or this B-list writer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sure. it'll be interesting to see where they go. There's going to be obviously people are going to lose their jobs, or um, but we hope that nobody does, not in the comic industry because we love this stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It's just, it's very unique, man. It's such a unique time. We've never had to deal with anything like this in our lifetime. The, and, the, uh, the biggest the biggest thing that will be interesting for me is how comics will be affected after this. Whether there's going to be more people, because that's what pe- most people that are, you know, physical junkies are mm-hmm. scared that either DC will stop making majority physical or the fact that maybe DC is going to be scared that individuals like us will want to go full digital and that the physical print will not be worth it. So, you know, it, it is, you know, it is one of those times it is, you know, a defining factor in this industry on if things will change permanently or if this is just a small weird hiccup in the universe and we just have to go along with it. Yeah. So time will tell on that. Um, but, uh, you know, moving on, those are our thoughts on the current state of comic books. Like I said, we're going to keep on trucking here. Um, I will promise to upload regularly uh, going after this. Uh, it was just such a weird thing. Like, we were literally about to record this podcast, and I told Clay, I was like, dude, did I upload last week's episode? Because uh, for those of you that don't know, me and Clay are actually off of work right now. Our job is considered essential. 
um, which we, you know, again, we're not going to get into politics here, but we just don't really agree with it. But we, uh, you know, our job was cool enough to allow those people that do not feel comfortable going to work to take some time off uh, if you have it. So we actually have the time and we're, we're doing that. So it's life's been interesting, adjusting. Uh, what have you been doing on your days off? So on my days off, I have been recording podcasts every single day. Um, mm-hmm. about two of them every single day. Uh, I've been playing about an hour of video games, so not doing much of video games. Uh, but I've also been catching up on TV shows with my wife. Uh, oh, okay. The one thing that we just finished, I believe, this morning was Riverdale. Uh, the mm-hmm. latest season hasn't been put on Netflix yet, so we're still a season behind. But, you know, yeah. it's it's been fun. It's been weird. I think that uh, we definitely you know, spend time together, but we definitely spend time apart because we would, you know, slit each other's throats and things like that. Just because I will say having yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six people in a house for seven days straight is yeah. is kind of crazy. It is definitely kind of yeah. crazy. Uh, me and Abby have had to go uh, to a family member to get them supplies because they couldn't find any near them. And unfortunately... Mm-hmm. The uh, HEB, which is a local Texas grocery store, uh, and Walmart, like literally right down their street, both have had confirmed cases of uh, COVID-19. So they are absolutely terrified to go anywhere. Uh, So we had to, we had some extra supplies that we decided to go give them. Uh, And then it was my grandfather's birthday. Uh, the other day and we had Mm -hmm. a social distancing birthday party for him Uh, and that was different you know it was at the ranch that he owns so we had a whole bunch of land to spread out and then the only thing that we got like we literally were way further than six feet apart the entire time uh, doing some crazy activities doing it but the only time we got at least six feet uh, was Mm -hmm. like when we started to eat you know, for, for his yeah. birthday and stuff. But, yeah. uh, but it, that was fun. You know, please guys stay safe while doing these things. Uh, don't go out unless you absolutely have to. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I've just been getting food. <laughs> That's been my thing. Like, because like my, my fam eats here for sure, but my family eats differently than I do at times too. So I'm just like, all right. So I went and got like Chipotle today. But the thing about Chipotle is you order it and then you fucking just pull it to window. They give you a bag and you dip. Like yeah. it's not, I don't have to go inside. I don't have to do anything. We didn't even like touch hands. They don't take my card or anything. Like the food was paid for. It's over. So I was like, all right, cool. I did the same thing with like pizza. You know, pizza, I could pay for it online. I just go in there. They gave me the box. I dip. Yeah. We, and uh, so like. I was, I, I will admit I was craving a burger today. So there's a really mm-hmm. cool restaurant called Hop Dotties that me and my wife Mm -hmm. uh, went to today. But it was the exact same thing. We ordered online. Everything was paid for. They just gave me the bag and we left. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, it's it's interesting times because uh, when we hadn't completely left work yet, we were still contemplating it, uh, I, Mm -hmm. like, was super anxious and felt like I needed a coffee because, like, I was Mm -hmm. low energy. the person at the register was wearing gloves, but the people making the drinks were not. And so, like, I called them out on it. So, uh-huh. uh, please do it in a, like, humbling manner. But if you see people who are messing with food or drinks or whatever, tell them to wear gloves. 
that is super important right now. Yeah, but I mean, I guess at the same time, like, that's a very weird thing because they sneeze, you're fucked anyways. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's not gonna, it's not gonna help you. You know that what I mean? That is true. I think, I think if you're buying food from somewhere, you're taking a risk no matter what. But I did, the people that are running that, they said that people really shouldn't be worried about that kind of stuff. What you should be worried about is metal. Like, people touching metal. So, yeah. like, door handles, you know, railings, all that kind of stuff is what you should be worried about. Because apparently the virus doesn't... Again, we're not trying to be political here. This is just the state of the universe right now. Um, but it's... It, apparently they don't stay on, um, like, other surfaces like cardboard or paper very long at all. So, um, again, don't quote me on that. But from what I've heard, it's solid objects is what, like, laptops and stuff. So, you should be washing your phone. You should be washing your laptops, your controllers, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So I, that's I have, what it would be. like, literally right next to my computer, I have a uh, a Purell uh, freaking Germex, whatever it is. The, yeah. The freaking, oh, my gosh, I forgot the word for it. Uh, hand yeah. sanitizer. Stuff to clean. Yeah. Yeah, I have the whatever. hand sanitizer. I've been washing my hands. I also bought lotion because uh, one good point that my wife said is with us using so much hand sanitizer – it's like mm-hmm. really eating your skin. So I've been yeah. using lotion a lot more than usual to help my hands as well. But yeah, so I don't know. I've been, uh, it's been nice to be home for a good amount of time. Um, you know, like I said, I haven't really, I've noticed that just, I guess, leaving a lot to go to work has made me realize I'm like, oh yeah, I don't really go a lot of places, but it still makes me want to go places. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to like get out of the house. And, um, it's, but it's been interesting, though, because I've got to kind of take a little, like, experience of how life would be if I do end up quitting my job, which is a goal, um, because, you know, I'm I plan, I'm currently trying to save money to be able to quit my job. Uh, my boss doesn't know that, so if you're listening to this, what's up? Um, <laughs> but, like, I, yeah, I currently want to try to go to a creative outlet full time and, you know, save money and be able to pay my bills for an extended amount of time and just be able to constantly work in a creative field. So I've been streaming every day, which is pretty awesome. It's pretty different. I started playing The Sims, which we had a crazy-ass moment when we were playing because The Sims account on Twitch actually came to my stream and donated 20 subs and, like, blew up my stream, which was crazy, and it was awesome. So we've been playing streams a lot. Yeah, yeah, R.I.P. Alfred, <laughs> which was exactly what happened before we started recording this podcast. But um, if for anybody that knows me, if you guys want to come ch- hang out on the, on my Twitch channel, it's twitch.tv slash juice from the box. Uh, we won't be streaming every day like we have been because I will be going to, back to work eventually. But I currently am streaming every day. Um, and the thing is, every game we play, I always create a Gotham character. Like, if I can create Joker, it's always him first. Like, because I feel like he's the easiest create character to create in a lot of games. So if you see me playing GTA, I'm the Joker. So in Sims, it's basically playing house, but you're telling, like, you know, freaking little characters what to do. Like, go eat, go do this. And some people think it's stupid, but the customizations in these kind of games are so crazy that it's fun. So I've been making, um, I made Juice Wayne, who is my character. Uh, which is just like basically the Mexican Bruce Wayne. And um, I did that, and then I made Selena Kyle, and then I've like started the whole little like bat family, and then I started doing the villains, and it's been really fun to make all of these characters be like in this Sims world. So if you want to see some stupid shit like that, that's awesome. We I made Alfred. I made him a little too old, and he died today. <laughs> and it was very interesting and heartbreaking at the same time. Oh, poor Damien. Because... The, 
With the thing is, yeah, it's very following Tom King's run right now. So uh, it's been pretty crazy because we just had Helena too. So it's been uh, insane. Oh, well, but I will, the thing- I will say uh, before you say anything else, one thing that I did uh-huh. do, you know, while I've been, you know, out of work or just, you know, staying at home, I spent four hours making mm-hmm. a two and a half minute audio drama of the first oh yeah of, yeah, of yeah the first eight pages of Kyle Higgins uh Nightwing number one from the new 52 uh-huh. that was actually kind of yeah. fun did you put that out yet or no uh I put it out like I sampled it in one episode uh, as part like part oh. of the intro uh so I did put it out there in the world uh but I kind of want to you know test how perfect i can make those sounds because i it was good but it could have been better i feel like but uh yeah but i actually enjoyed that you know i accidentally started when it was like 2 a.m and then Mm -hmm. before i realized it was already like 5 30 when i finished yeah those are the kind of cool cool projects to get into but yeah that's that's how it's been playing the sims and creating this gotham world because the crazy thing too is i don't know if you were in the stream when we were doing this but with the with games like the sims and i know wwe does this and other games do it too that with since there's like these huge creative modes they allow you to upload your creations to the world and other people can download them and it tells you how many people have downloaded them or whatever and I was like, I'm terrible at building right now. I'm so terrible at building in that game. But somebody, my friend, was uh, came into the stream today, and she was like, you know, you can just download houses, right? And I was like, what? And uh, I started downloading all these houses, and we downloaded this massive Wayne Manor. It's so it ridiculous. Really cool. Yeah, it was insane. I got to do a lot of interior changes because it's a little too bright for my taste, but... Um, it's not very Batman, so I'm going to change a lot of the interior, probably the exterior, but it looks really awesome. And so I was like, all right, that's Wayne Manor. And then, of course, like my audience, it's a lot of people that have come from my channel, so they're very big nerds, and they love Batman as well. So, of course, they're like, you got to make Joker's house. You got to make Riddler's house. You got to do this. So we downloaded like somebody that made a Riddler one. We downloaded this big-ass Joker one. Uh, I made Hardly and Ivy married in my game, so if you want to see them two wifed up, you got to come to my stream because they are definitely married in that game. And um, I built them a house and stuff like that. And it's been really cool. Somebody made this really awesome ivy layer. Like, it's I love to see the creativity that people do in those games. And it's just really awesome. And so I'm loving it. I love playing that game a lot. I wasn't even planning on playing it today. But I got a notification when I was playing in my free time that said, Alfred is nearing his end time. So you might want to make preparations. I was like, what? I was like, I got to play freaking Sims online now because my freaking guy's going to die. And, um... So it's the only reason why I streamed it today, and I was—I think I was building a house for somebody, and I went back, and Alfred died. He was just dead, and I was like, "What?" And there was like this urn there, and everybody was like, "You fucking killed Alfred, you bastard!" And I was like, "I didn't do nothing." And the thing that sucked was like, in the settings, you can have your characters not die. Like you can put no aging, or you can put just like prolonged life or whatever. And I was like, "All right, let's just put on a longer life." So I did that, and Alfred still died. So I was like, oh, my God, this sucked. So he's in an urn on my fireplace uh, in my house. So that kind of sucks. 
Um, but you know, it's uh, it's part of the Sims life, I guess. That is hilarious. So, yeah, so it, it's it's been interesting being off for sure. I will say that I am not doing as good as I should when it comes creatively. I need to do my time management better. Uh, one of my, I guess, relaxation things that I've been doing besides still putting out a video every day on the React channel and streaming every day is I've been uh, rewatching that '70s show. Nice. Because I was I was watching all of the clips on freaking YouTube, which somebody like just puts like five minute clips on these things. And I watched like a million of them. I'm like, why don't I just watch this fucking show? And I noticed <laughs> it was on Netflix. So I just started watching it from season one. And like, you know, sitcoms are so short. So you can burn through so many episodes. Oh, yeah. So like I started probably last week, like around Monday or Tuesday of last week. And I'm already like nearing season four. Jesus. So like, yeah, because the thing is like, this a cool thing that happens on the iPad. I don't know if you've ever messed with one, but I'm getting really into drawing now, like just trying to sketch stuff and like sketch logos and stuff like that. Uh, by the way, whenever I do become a Batman writer or a comic book writer, I'm going to have a really sweet signature because I've drawn my <laughs> signature so many times. I have like a little character in it now, which is crazy. Nice. But um, so I've been designing all these random little things, but on the iPad, you can like make a mini window and have Netflix running while you're doing designing. So, like, I've been doing that. So, yeah. So, I was, like, I'm watching, like, this episode in the corner of my iPad while I still have this full capabilities on this, you know, drawing app. So, I was, like, that's awesome. So, that's why I've been passing so much time because, like, the battery life's really good. I can get through, like, six episodes in, like, you know, two hours or whatever. And I'm just drawing. So, it's, that's been a lot of my time and how I've been able to burn stuff. Um, but it is definitely keeping me up really late and I'm, work I'm waking up late. So that's that's a problem. I think in the future, if I do not have a nine to five job, I'm going to need to have like a eight in the morning wake up or nine in the morning wake up, you know, and uh, getting a lot of shit done. So it's uh, it's been interesting, man. I will say that um, I will say I don't I don't care about going back to work. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that. Uh, um, yeah, it's that's one thing that me and my wife have been talking about and she's like, how do you feel? Is everything has okay? she went back to work yet? Uh, no, because of the conversations that have been going on politically and uh -huh. the fact that uh the white house and you know officials have said that there's going to be another 30 which is the month of april uh, uh -huh. that people are having to you know stay locked in uh yeah her boss basically has said hey let's just wait and see what happens so yeah. she my wife is currently without a job just doing online school stuff and it is driving her bonkers. So I bet. when we have the chance, we do uh, walk down the sidewalk of our street and then walk right back. Because uh, mm -hmm. it is nice to have outside time. Uh, oh, for so, sure. You have to. Yeah, we, we've been doing that. And even today when we went to go get that burger, she said, go drive to the park and mm -hmm. just like keep the car running. We're just sitting in the parking lot. I just want to. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And it was so messed up because the playground at the park was mm -hmm. all taped off with caution tape yeah so okay so i've since i've been stuck at home i've gotten really into wanting to skate again mm -hmm. like i just keep watching skate videos and i have a skateboard in my car i literally went to go get food today and i popped out my skateboard tried to do one trick almost fell and i was like put it back <laughs> and uh so like but i will i i like maybe tomorrow or friday um 
I'm going to definitely try to pull it out and try to skate like around my neighborhood because there is a playground in my neighborhood, but they also built some new places like right outside my subdivision and it's all like smooth ground. And like, that's the best thing to do when you're a skateboarder, you know, is find some smooth ground. And I definitely don't have that in my neighborhood. So I might just like drive over there because there's definitely, it's a new construction. So nobody's going to be there. So I'm like, all right, I won't be around anybody. Um, So I might do that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been very interesting, um, with that because like, I just, I don't know. It's nice to think of just constantly doing stuff creatively, but I will say, um, I mean, we're still getting paid, but I think I might think differently if I wasn't still getting a check. That is, that is very true. You know, one thing that I've been trying to attempt is, uh, writing more of my comic book. You know, I've been able to read or write like a page or two, but then I get distracted. You know, the same thing with how you would say, you know don't write where there's too many distractions. Well, I'm kind of stuck in this confined space. So it's very easy for me to like get stuck on my phone, get stuck on my tablet, turning on the PS4. So it, I have gotten sidetracked from writing and I think I'm going to do a little bit more of that tomorrow. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, anyways, that's enough of our lives. Uh, so, uh, you said you had some two entertainment news things. If you want to go ahead and bring those up, which it's very small, yes, but very, know. very small. The first one, uh, we did talk a little bit about the cancellation of the, or the delay or, or stop of the CW shows. Uh, the only one that is yep. Batman news weekly related would be Batwoman. Batwoman is returning with new episodes on April 26th of this month nice. uh, since today is april 1st uh all of the cwdc shows are going to be starting that last week or last two weeks of december uh, i mean december mm-hmm. of april sorry uh there are going to be shows starting from the very beginning of april though so if you are interested in watching things like uh what were they uh gosh i can't even remember most of them that aren't dc but uh, uh-huh. Just look at your, you know, local listings and things like that. CW is putting out new episodes of all of their content throughout the month of April. So those are getting back on track. They wanted to skip the month of March or the back end of March. So that way they can still meet their endpoint of their regular scheduled, you know, uh, yeah, uh, guess uh, calendar year or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah. after that, the other news is, unfortunately, you know, the Batwoman was good news. Unfortunately, I have bad news. Uh, Andrew Jake, uh, he is the Batman. He is a part of the Batman uh, crew. He is a dialect mm-hmm. coach. Uh, he died, I believe, yesterday of the coronavirus. Now, yeah, I saw that. Uh, Matt did uh, talk a little bit about him, about how he has worked with him before. Uh, mm-hmm. He is also an actor. He played a very small part in, I believe, uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, and I believe he was in the Rise of Skywalker. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. But he's basically just a random background character on both of those. Interesting. Uh, but he has been a dialect coach for a lot of different characters uh, in movies that we are familiar with. Uh, but yeah, he died uh, yesterday from the coronavirus so you know just yeah, that sucks a small thing there and there has been a lot of different actors and and comedians and all sorts of you know famous quote-unquote famous people that have you know been dealing with deaths deaths with the coronavirus uh but yeah that's the only yeah. batman 
related one. But uh, as far as everything else we're going to be talking about, I think there's only one thing, unless we are deciding to talk about, you know, what what exactly are we deciding to talk about, Juice? Well, I think I think we are going to talk about the this new animated series um, comic that came out by Paul Dini, and I believe it's also written by somebody else, all right? It's like co-written? Yes, it is. Um, uh, if I'm Al- not mistaken. Alan Burnett. Yeah, Alan Burnett and Paul Dini. Um, we're going to talk about that, but I think going forward, we're definitely probably going to talk about the animated series. I think we'll do that next week. We weren't really prepared for this week because we were kind of, there was rumblings that we might actually get books, um, and then we just found out later. Like, I think, we, when did you text me? You texted me, like, yesterday? Yeah. Two days ago? It was, that uh, they're like, it's it was going to be 30 days? Yeah, it was, gonna, it was uh, two days ago I did text you because we were, you know, it was looking like because they wanted to go digital you know, fully that we were going to possibly get books. But yeah. at last minute, they're like, oh, you know what? Never mind. We're going to wait until the end of April. Yeah. So um, this week was kind of weird. So, but I think going forward next week, we will have a better plan of action. Because um, last week we did have books. But uh, yeah, we will, you know, I think we'll do some animated series stuff or maybe we'll just pick out, you know, one of our favorite Batman stories, like maybe something on DC Universe. Um, we'll be like, hey, you know, this is something I read on DC Universe or whatever. Um, and maybe we'll go from there. We'll still talk about some comic books because, like, I've actually been reading a lot of Batman stuff, older Batman stuff, just recently before the corona thing happened. Like, I actually, you know, ironically read Contagion, <laughs> yeah. um, which, you know, was basically a kind of coronavirus type thing anyways. So I've been reading that, and then Contagion is, I think, follows or not follows, but is a pre, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Follows is the right word. Um, the, uh, freaking Bane saga, which was the, um, nightfall. Like it's, it's after that. And then, um, you know, legacy and all these other, like, it's just like, there's everything that was like in those big things back in the day are just uh, like, they're really good reads and it's a lot of Chuck Dixon and stuff like that. So it's really cool. And I enjoy the writing and stuff like that. And even the art's pretty badass. So, yeah, we could probably just pick a book series that, like, hey, uh, let's talk about this. And maybe we'll do that um, because there's a lot of good Batman stories from back in the day that nobody knows about. And I wouldn't mind including that in the podcast, especially in a time where we're not going to have books. Yeah, for sure. So um, we can do that just to keep the comic talk going. But I think today, you know, we will keep this podcast short because we have been giving you guys mega episodes. So we're just going to go straight into talking about this, you know, animated series comic with Paul Dini. Um, and I don't know who the who was the artist on this one. The artist um, on this one it says here is uh, Ty Templeton. Yeah. So um, I will say that this is Batman animated series vibes to the T. Like Paul Dini has not even missed a beat. Like honestly, like this is exactly in this story. Batman talks exactly like he does in the animated series. And I was like, this awesome. This is awesome. Like the the animation is slightly different, um, you know. It's I want to say it's more of the um, what did they like when when they did like season three or whatever when they changed the animation style. Yeah. I feel like that's what they went with. They went with the like the black and gray suit Batman opposed to the like sh- blue shine. Yeah, for sure. Um, but but this was really interesting. So not a lot happens in this book. Um, it starts off with Batman kind of like kind of doing a little you know talking about gotham the gotham sky or whatever like because 
he's talking about how the knights should be and uh he ends up punching bane on top of a rooftop but uh, the cool thing was because like i know a lot of people because i know they did this during tom king's run they're like how can batman knock out bane with a headbutt that's so stupid which i mean have you ever been headbutted <laughs> like <laughs> it hurts yeah for um sure. and, and batman's got a metal cow so like jesus uh, but anyways batman mentions uh he he beats bane pretty quickly and he mentions that he hit Bane with the, like a tranquilizer dart like 30 minutes prior. And Bane was still standing up pretty well. And that's why Batman was able to take him out so quick. I thought that was kind of cool. And then it goes on to just random, very... Like, I don't even know if this happened in the animated series, to be honest. I mean, yeah, maybe there was some times like this. But Batman fights a big-ass robot. And this was very different. And I was like, okay... I was like, okay. This, I mean, this it, is it, very much, and it does deal with the character uh, a little bit. But this was very much a Superman thing. Whenever oh, for in sure. the Superman animated series, uh, you saw big robots all the time. So yeah, seeing this here, I was like, man, this is pretty crazy. But he does mention that when he is fighting the robot, the robot does go into Wayne. Does is it Wayne Tech. Enterprise or Wayne? Tech? Yeah, Wayne Enterprises. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Wayne Tech Enterprises, whatever. And he steals an item that was actually brought by Superman. And yeah. Uh, but before this, there is a random character here that we see. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I don't know if this character is the one talking, or mm-hmm. if there is you know. You know, Batman is talking, but who do you think that character is? Uh, with the um, and there he goes, the Bat version bot. No, no, no. That I so, so the the shadow guy. Yeah, the shadow guy. I thought that was fucking um Jason Todd. I think so too. Now, yeah, I will be kind of disappointed if we got that like right off the dot. Uh uh-huh. But uh, if you look at his coat his freaking shirt underneath it's very reminiscent of the reappearance of jason todd in the actual like canon comics Mm -hmm. so that's immediately who i thought of and yeah jason todd was not somebody who was ever mentioned in the animated series no and i think that would be perfect for paul dini to bring him in here um because you know again we never saw that in the animated series but at the same time it would be pretty awesome for that to happen because even in this comic book, they mention um, when what's her name? Uh, Vicky It's not Vicky, right? Veronica, Veronica, what's her last name? Um, Vreeland. Yeah. Veronica Vreeland, man, they had such good names in this animated series. Um, Veronica Vreeland is talking about like Bruce, you know, like I heard you got another kid. Are you adopted another boy? And he's like, he's my ward. And uh, I don't what what is a ward? Like honestly, I've never no clue. I I understand you're not adopting the kid. I understand that Batman, like in comics and even well, no, I don't even think in live action, but just in comics, the the term being his ward has been put out there a lot, and I'm just like, ah, whatever, he's your kid, whatever. Yeah, that's how I see. I always saw it. So yeah. I is that I wonder if it's a British thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so um so we she she's like, Yeah, you have so many boys in that big mansion, I think they need a motherly touch. Basically trying to hit on Bruce Wayne, which I've always loved that about the animated series. Like there was always girls just throwing themselves at Bruce Wayne. 
And I mean, that's real life. Like, I mean, you know, it's not to be shallow or anything, but there are shallow men, there are shallow women, and a lot of women will travel after money. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. if the guy's super attractive, which <laughs> Bruce Wayne is supposed to be one of the most like eligible bachelors in the universe. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, so. And it's funny that I always find it hilarious how everybody's like, I love Superman. But Clark Kent's like, ooh, Kent. <laughs> like, he's just got fucking glasses on. Well, no, like, like, the the uh, one thing that I like about the animated series as far as the Batman animated series is the appearances of Bruce Wayne. Uh, you know, yeah. we really... Because, I mean, of course, everybody knows that... Or it's a really big argument that who wears the mask. Is it Batman or is it Bruce? This, yeah. you know, is something that I always like to see because it does entail Bruce doing a lot of his detective work while he is Bruce Wayne. And, you yeah. know, some, not, yes, he does it. He does do his detective work as Batman. But seeing him do it outside of the cowl is always mm -hmm. nice to see because at that point, you know, he is always Batman, you know? Yeah. So, for sure. We do get appearance, a appearance, of Lex Luthor. You know, just randomly mm -hmm. in the in the city of Gotham, you know, yeah. And they do well. Before that, I do I do want to mention that we got an Alfred appearance because I've always loved Alfred in the animated series because he always has like quips and nice banter with Bruce, but he's always made sure Bruce, when he's Batman, kept the Bruce Wayne persona yeah. going. Yeah. And he's like, you have a black tie event tonight, and you have to go, and blah, blah. And he's all like, um, and he's like, no, I'm not going to go. And he's like, oh, there's going to be a surprise guest. You want to go. So Alfred has always made him become Bruce, but he's like, hey, there's going to be a person there that you can get information from. So bet he's always understood the mission, too. You know what I mean? Well, and So like, I've always loved that about Alfred. I really love the way Paul Dini played it here, because when he says, oh, there's going to be a surprise guest, you turn the page, and you immediately think that this... Uh, uh, what is her name? Vicky Verley. Yeah. yeah. Vicky. Uh, Veronica Verley. Yeah, you always think, you, you, well, when you read this, you're like, oh, that is the special guest. But when yeah. you see Lex Luthor appear, you're like, ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see what Alfred's doing. That's awesome. That's awesome. But Yeah, uh, it was awesome. Victoria actually throws some shade at Bruce here and was like, oh, you know what? You guys can talk. Call me later, Lex. And I'm like, oh, snap. She completely gave yeah. the cold shoulder, shoulder to Bruce. But, of course, that was only because yeah. he gave the cold shoulder to her. And Yeah, but at the same time, Bruce has already tapped that, so he don't give a fuck. <laughs> He's like, you know what? He's like, I don't give a shit, girl. He's like, I could call you tomorrow, and you'd be here. Because oh, I'm Bruce fucking Wayne. Um, but they, so uh, it's just how it is, though. But I will say, okay, so if you don't remember in the animated series, Veronica Vreeland is the one that has a military, if I'm not mistaken, has a military dad, and it's the one that Harley... It's Harley Quinn's, like, One Bad Day or whatever. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you remember that episode. Yeah. She's the girl that is all over Bruce, but Harley Quinn, kid, uh, Harley Quinn kidnaps her by accident. Yeah. And um, they're, like, going around the whole city, and she's like, I was just trying to buy this and blah, blah. And, like, it's a really good episode of Harley Quinn and Bruce, and uh, I really love that episode. But she's that girl. Um, and I think, I think some people might get her confused with Vicky Vale, who is the reporter. Yeah. So they're both VV. So, um, yeah, I just want to clarify that because I think some people would see this and be like, oh, that's Vicky Vale. But it's actually Veronica Vreeland, yeah. who's a very different character. Yeah. So. But uh, Bruce uh, and Lex end up talking about the incident that happened in Gotham, that being, you know, Batman fighting the robot. And, you know, Lex ends up asking, like, you know, what exactly was stolen, if you don't mind me asking? 
And Bruce kind of plays it off, saying, oh, I have no clue. You know, being somebody who is the billionaire playboy and, you know, somebody who is seen in the limelight as somebody who, yes, is the CEO of Wayne, you know, Wayne Enterprises, but really yeah. does more of the playboy stuff. You know, it, it's it's really smart to kind of play off, you know, the stuff that happens at Wayne Enterprises to be like, oh, you know, we have the money to, you know, and the insurance to cover all that, whatever. Let me just, ha- you know, have my parties and do, you know, the playboy thing. So, yeah, really cool that he's doing that. But he actually goes to the cave to confirm something that Lex told him, stating mm-hmm. that Superman is nowhere to be seen and quite and yeah. quite possibly off Earth. That was something yeah. that I was a little surprised by. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I, I What I really enjoy about this is it's an animated series comic, but they're playing with the other characters in the world. Because when you watch Batman the Animated Series, if you just watch that and you don't even know that other animated series exists, from my understanding, I don't think there's any other cameos outside of any outside of Gotham. I think it's all Batman characters. Well, no, there like I mean there is an episode from both Superman and Batman the animated series that play a part mm-hmm. in that crossover. They did have a crossover uh with that was called like Superman Batman or Batman Superman uh and they both Where Lex like they find out each other's identities and all that? Yeah, they find out each other's right? identities. Uh they find out that Lex and Joker, you know, are teaming yeah, up together. Yeah. So I don't know one i think that's referenced in here um yes i kind of i'll get to it in a little bit yeah and uh but the thing is because i've rewatched the animated series right i've rewatched it from beginning to end i don't think if you were to watch it on dc universe that's included oh wow i it is i think very, that's a separate thing you have to watch it is very much included in the superman animated uh, well, I, it's not in the Batman animated series. Wow! So it might so only it be... might be considered a Batman. It might be considered a Superman. That is crazy. That's yeah, because I never, I never remember seeing that, and then I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I had to start watching the Superman stuff, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "That's dope." So wow. I don't think that was. Um, I think if you were to sit down and correct me if I'm wrong on this, anybody that's listening, uh, if you were to watch all the animated series from start to finish, I do not think that crossover is in there. Not at least in the Batman animated series side. Wow. So that's um, interesting. So that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so that happens. But uh, even, did you notice the Batmobile was different? Yes, I did notice that the Batmobile was different. I was going to ask you the same thing. Yeah. So that was weird. But then again, I don't. They this is taking part in the uh, like I said, like the season three animated series. I don't remember what that Batmobile looked like. So it could be the same one. Yeah. Um. So, but uh. Yeah. So then we get the confirmation that you know Superman doesn't answer his phone and he's. possibly off world um and we have batman going to you know he's kind of been searching where the hell this robot could be because this robot didn't give off any heat signatures it doesn't like it doesn't operate on something that gives off heat pretty much is what batman confirms yeah and um he's like he he basically says i think i know where it's at and he goes to an airfield and when he goes to this airfield you know he's like of course he beats up the guys the guards that he needs to get in he finds a robot and so he starts testing out stuff because the robot's unmanned. And he's all like, all right, I'm checking stuff, blah, blah, blah. And uh, when he's talking to Alfred, Alfred's like, I'm sending you over the stuff. And he's like, "Has they have they cracked the safe, basically, whatever was stolen. And Batman's like, no, we got here just in time. And then he gets blasted by freaking Lex Luthor, who's in his freaking, I don't know what you call that suit. Um, 
but uh, that mech suit that he has, basically. And, uh, yeah, and then it just says, um, why do you keep coming into my... He, he has, like, a Casablanca reference. If I'm not mistaken, that's Casablanca. That whole, of, out of all the gin joints in the world, why do you keep coming into mine? Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then, yeah, so that's the way the episode ends. He's, uh, Lex is, uh, clutching Batman, and it says uh, on the next issue is in the clutches of Luther. So, uh, what do you think of the issue? Fifty-one thirty-three. All right, I can't hear you if you can hear me. Oh, it did just hit one o'clock. Fifty-one thirty-three. Dun 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 dun. You there? Hello, hello. I am here. Okay, what did you think of this episode? I mean, this book. Uh, All right, hold on. Uh, so, what were your thoughts on this book? I I really enjoyed this book. I had a lot of fun reading it. Now, I am somebody who has not finished the Batman the Animated Series in quite some time. So, mm-hmm. uh, I would have to rewatch it to really get that feel for you know what the animated se- you know series feels like again. But you know, re- you know, remembering how it was as a kid. And then reading this, of course, whenever I read anything with Batman, regardless of if it's connected to the Batman animated series, I always have Kevin Conroy's voice in my head at all times. Now, seeing Lex Luthor the way he was, you know, animated in the Superman animated series, of course, I had Clancy Brown's voice in my head, you know, to get that Lex Luthor. So everything Mm -hmm. worked out perfectly for me while reading this. Uh, I love the, you know, the suit that Lex Luthor had. Um, and this was very much a Batman book. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I think it would be kind of cool. Now, I don't want this to be a Batman Brave and the Bold team-up book. I want it to very much be a Batman yeah. animated series book. But I think it would be cool if somehow Superman is implemented in here. And, you know, maybe comes in for like an issue or two. And then that's it. But uh, yeah. but yeah, I I very much enjoyed it. Now, I did text you a cover a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Sean Murphy, the mm-hmm. writer of uh, the White Knight series, uh, he actually yeah. is doing a variant cover for this, and it has Deathstroke on the okay. front. Okay. So. Oh. Okay. So Deathstroke might be playing a part in this. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, and yeah. on that cover, it did show Nightwing and Batgirl along with Tim. So it looks like the entire mm-hmm. Bat family hopefully will be a part of this series as well. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm very curious on why they never decided to just re, like restart the animated series. Like, I, like, been, I don't know I've why. Been, I've been wanting them to, honestly. Now, a lot of people love to just like stay in that nostalgia and they don't want to do anything with it a lot of people want them to uh want dc to relaunch the justice league animated series and they've kind of done that but they're planning on doing movies they've done recently a movie with justice league versus the fatal five and that Mm -hmm. was good Uh, it was a little bit more adult than the normal one because it was on the dc universe app to start off with yeah but uh, I would actually really love for them to relaunch Superman and Batman, the animated series, 
but also give a mm. Wonder Woman animated series because of how popular she's been. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really smart. I, yeah, that's that's one of the things we've mentioned on this podcast before. I don't see how they never gave Wonder Woman a show on DC Universe. Like, oh, yeah, there's going to be a Wonder Woman show. Like, I don't see why you wouldn't do that. Um, and I think, oh, man, like, her animated series style was amazing. Like, I love the way she looks in the animated series. So uh, I would definitely love to watch that. But, yeah, I think you could actually do something like Kevin Conroy, I mean, just still has an amazing Batman voice. It's not like, you know, some people get older and they lose that voice, but his is still really good. So I would love to see him uh, do some more, like, if they could. I don't understand why they've never really thought about it. I, granted, granted, I know they don't, they want to, like, get it with the times, and maybe that 90s style of talking and stuff might not be good. But I think a lot of people, even young people that I know, have went back and watched the animated series and they're like, that's the best Batman content you can find. And I, and I, like, think, that's usually... I think that you can actually make Batman a little bit more modern with the same mm-hmm. style. And, yeah, you know, e- or even if you get the entire cast of whoever characters you're going to bring back and change up the style a little bit. I know, yeah. you know, there has to be a sacrifice somewhere because, mm-hmm. you know, that's just how these things work. I think if we give just one sacrifice to something, uh, but without, you know, don't sacrifice the voice cast because that's what really made the freaking show, to be honest. And the writer, yeah. the writers yeah. of the show. Uh, I think you could definitely do it. I honestly think you could do it. Uh, it would be fun to bring that show back. Uh, I still want to read alongside uh, Batman the Animated Series. I want to read the uh, Batman Adventures uh, with Nightwing and Robin and all that. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, I I read Paul Dini's like Mad Love and stuff like that. Like those were really good. Um he would do the stories in the animated series world and those were really nice. Uh, granted they did Mad Love in a series in a episode as well, but it was cool to read like other little side stories oh, of like Harley and Joker. And also, you know, for all those who were thinking, "Oh, you couldn't do a Batman animated series in the current time." I will say this, Paul Dini has written mm-hmm. every single Arkham game. So, yeah, those were modern as fuck, and they were terrifying. Yeah. So he can he can write dark modern he, stories. Yeah, he's amazing. I always recommend if nobody has read his um you know his Vertigo book, which is like his autobiography. I I always forget what it's called. Um, but it's so good. I have a signed copy by it. When I went to DC's headquarters, they gave me one, and like that's one of my prized possessions for sure. Like I don't ever really take it off the shelf. I just leave it there. Because it's like, you know, I just don't want to keep opening it. But that book is so good. But at the same time, like, Paul Dini... when And the first thing I texted Clay, I was like, I'm so glad Paul Dini's on this because it just feels like the animated series. Yeah. Like, I think he's probably the best Bruce Wayne writer there is. Not Batman. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, for and sure. Like, and granted, he did all the animated series. So, of course, he's, like, one of the best Batman writers as well. But, you know, when it comes to the animated series, you never got, like, inside Bruce's mind. So I think that's when you can argue, like, well, maybe Scott Snyder's this, or maybe that and that. Well, like, that's when you can argue who the best Batman writer is. But when it comes to Bruce, I don't think anybody tops Paul Dini. Because Paul Dini just does such a good job of Bruce being kind of a smartass at times, or being, like, very coy about, like, oh, yeah, I have things to do, and I can't date you because I'm a swinger guy, whatever, blah, blah, you know what I mean? Like, he does it really good, but Bruce never really comes off as an asshole in the animated series, in my opinion. 
And um, like, and especially like he he wrote him so interestingly, and we'll probably cover this on the podcast at some point when we start talking about the animated series. But the way he would draw, he would write Bruce when it came to Selina, like Bruce was such a goofball, like, and Batman was always cool around Catwoman, but Bruce was always like, oh hi Miss Kyle, and blah blah blah, like he was just like kind of like a goofball, and like he just wasn't, he, he was basically in the friend zone. Yeah. Which is how it was. And like, but he was always like, I'm so infatuated with this girl. I would love to take her out. Um, so, like, I don't know. It was just so interesting how he was able to change the tone of this character around other specific characters. Like, Paul Dini is one of the best, like, DC writers of all time, in my opinion. And I don't think he gets enough credit for what he's done in the industry. Um, so, that's just my opinion on Paul Dini. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, so that's, uh, I, I enjoyed this issue. Thought it was good. Like, again, I, I, I can gush about the animated series all day, every day. And, uh, this was nice to read, you know, it was nice to have something to read. Um, For so sure. what is it? Do we know if this is going to be ongoing? Is it only like six issues? What's, uh, um, what's I the deal with this? would have to get back to you on that. I haven't heard anything as of right now. I think at most, or at least I think it'll be a 12 issue at the least okay uh if yeah. it goes past that it'll probably be because it is you know well received you know because mm-hmm. that's really how dc and marvel do things and i and i say those two yeah. because they're the big two whenever there is mm-hmm. something that gets a lot of traction they like to push it forward with you know more content so you know we've seen yeah. that with deceased we've seen that with white knight uh, that would be no different for this book if it does pick up a lot of traction. And I will say this book is a digital only. That was planned, you know, before this whole coronavirus thing. And so yeah. having it now uh, that way is, you know, something that technically helps with DC right now. And especially yeah. since it's, you know... You this, think it gets a release later? Uh, a physical release? Yes, I do believe it yeah. will get a physical release. Uh, a lot of books that do start out as digital eventually do come out uh with a physical release Mm -hmm. later it may take a year after the volume is released digitally but it will eventually get a physical release and it'll some it'll be something that i pick up for sure yeah yeah no I, i would definitely pick this up too i think it's cool um and yeah it'll be interesting to see where this goes um like i said i hope we you know i'll, I'll always take paul dini books i think he's awesome and uh just the the style was interesting you know it's this is like this is that kind of batman style or a kind of animated styles that i can read because the writing is so good in it you know what i mean like it fits so well but when you have this kind of style mixed in with like a story that's supposed to be like serious serious i just don't think it goes too well a lot because, like, I think it's just the way this is... I don't know. I, I, it's kind of hard to explain. But, like, the writing of this fits so well with the art style. But, like, if you were to take, like, maybe, like, Tom King's writing or Scott Snyder's writing and throw it over this art style, I don't think it works. Yeah, um, So, like, I don't know if that makes sense. So, but, yeah, uh, I enjoy this. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm glad we got to read something this week. And uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> because I don't know, like I said, we're going we're gonna to discuss some things over next week, over this coming week. And uh, I think uh, it would be really, co- really cool to just talk about the animated series for sure. So I think what we'll do is we'll, you know, watch a couple of animated series episodes. We'll still discuss if we want to start from, like, the first episode and just, you know, go our way through it. Um, or just pick episodes. We'll, you know, we'll decide. Um, and then we'll maybe, like, read a book of uh, our choosing from the DC Universe app or something like that. 
and uh, we'll go from there for next week just to bring you some more Batman content, you know, of just maybe stuff you've never read before or never watched. So I think it'd be pretty cool. But uh, yeah, man, I think that's a solid place to end it. Going to give these people a short hour episode um, <laughs> because, you know, we've been giving them mega episodes the last few weeks. So uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's pretty much it. Clay, do you have them? You want to pimp out anything? Because I know you said you're recording a lot of podcasts. Yeah, if you guys can go to the Fanboy Comics podcast, on, you can either find it on Spotify, on iTunes, on Anchor, on Pocket Cast, uh, any of those uh, podcast listening uh, apps. Uh, go check it out. I do stuff on uh, Show and Jump mangas. I have recently been doing live uh, commentaries. I recently did one on Batman Gotham Knight and on the Netflix version of the Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back movie. Uh, those you would have to basically watch along with me. I do a countdown and I talk about the movie the entire time. Uh, I have also been doing uh, retro reviews with the Marvel Unlimited app as well as DC Universe app. Uh, so you guys nice. want to listen to any of that content please go subscribe and share the podcast that would be awesome nice 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 definitely go check that out guys and uh yeah with me like i said you can always check out the youtube channels back from the box is pretty much silent right now it's as active as the comic industry <laughs> and um but you can also go check out my juice from the box which is my like random vlog channel where i upload random videos you can check that out try to post every couple weeks if possible uh, i have a video in my editor right now that needs to go out and of course juice reacts you pop out i pop out a video every single day so you can go check that out but uh the main thing right now is twitch.tv slash juice from the box where i'll be live streaming every single day and if you guys have questions if you want to talk about the podcast if you want to just talk about batman that is the best place to go because there's also a lot of fans that love batman in the chat so you can uh, just kind of throw things out there. A lot of them are a little opinionated on who they think their favorite people are. But you know what? Sometimes it's really cool to kind of talk about things. And you can see me, see me possibly kill more characters by accident on my Sims. So definitely come check that out. Uh, we're doing some really cool things over there. But yeah, that's going to be it for this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as always, I am Juice Wayne. He is Fanboy Clay. And as always, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly!